Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 284. This is Russ. And again, a full house. Imagine that. <laughs> That's because we're all confined to our houses. Yeah, so. Well, you're so obvious, Chubb. You get I was going to say that was kind of the joke there. Uh, God dang it, Chubb. Sorry. Put he's the like, bat down. He's like Drax, man. Nothing goes over his head. <laughs> it's not because he's tall. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Um,. So the, the did the show con- start? <laughs> yeah, the, the world continues to decline as as the in both uh, in both arenas, um, of course. <clears throat> and oh, all kidding aside, I mean, I, I think sometimes the only way you can get through stuff is to is to with levity. So don't, yes. don't take it too seriously, folks. No, don't take us too seriously. Let me put it that way. Don't take us seriously. Don't at take all. life seriously. Don't take us too seriously. Yeah, if they've been serious. listening to this show for a yeah. regular amount of time, they already know to not, not even take this seriously. Bit. Not okay. yeah, not even an ounce. Probably by next week, I'll be uh, videoing from the murder shed, probably because yes. I'm stuck at home yeah. for so long. But it it looks like the uh, the COVID nineteen has affected The Walking Dead. Uh, they, it looks like fear has been put on hiatus, um, and season eleven, the work they're doing. On season eleven of the main show, uh, is going to be delayed at least. I think they said a couple of months. So uh, it ought to be interesting to see what happens, especially especially with fear. <coughs> um, yeah, you know, we may get to a midpoint with that, and it may it may be on a longer hiatus in between than the normal. And I'll be curious to see if maybe season eleven starts later than normal as well. So, mm-hmm. um, so interesting interesting times. Uh, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, the Talking Dead also, obviously, if you're listening to this today, um, as we record this on 316, uh, didn't record. I, I, I didn't uh, see if there were plans. Is that like a permanent thing now or there, there's no plans to to pick that I back up? If like talk shows in general are going to be. No, no talk shows are doing it. Yeah. Like, They're asking for a 10-person limit. Yeah. A 10-person limit of gathering. So I don't think they'll... I'm, I mean, they could find ten people to suck up to Hardwick and AMC, but I don't think <laughs> can't they really do that either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I know a lot of them are taping like with no audience, you know. So, yeah. but but again, but you still. still have to assemble a crew, and then I mean, honestly, that show with no celebrity guests is probably not much of a show. So, I mean, what is he gonna last suck week up to tonight? Himself? Last night was weird uh-huh. with just John Oliver and no audience, and it was just a white background. <laughs> It's just strange. Oh, no. Yet still yeah. very good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I mean, it, it was. It was informative and funny thing. when it needed to be. And, you yeah. know. Very informative, too, especially with that uh, TikTok hamster. Yeah. Yes. A, yes. A lot of good information there. That's who I'm voting for in 2020. So, <laughs> so that's about it on the news front. Uh, I guess, like like everything in life these days, uh, week to week, I'm sure we'll 
we'll gather more information and have more sure. to uh, more to discuss. But uh, but again, sure. I, I don't I don't. <laughs> We're getting closer to there being no more room in hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, no more room in hell. I like uh, that. That was a good one. Oh, that gives me a good idea for the ending. I know. All right. <clears throat> so we're here to talk about Season 10, Episode 11, Walk With Us. Um, and <clears throat> I Episode wanted... 12? I'm sorry? Mm-hmm. Episode 12. Oh, oh, you're right. Episode 12. I forgot. I have There's an yep. episode I haven't released as of we record this, this yet oh. that will release tomorrow. Um, yes, thank you. Thank you, Rich. Season 10, episode 12. It's a peek behind the skin mask there. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, so I, I had, I think, one prediction that was right for this episode and one that was clearly wrong. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, But, uh, yeah, this, so this episode starts exactly where we left off. I mean, this, this could have easily been uh, – if I guess if they did two-parters in, in, on AMC or, or things like that, I, this would have easily been like a two-parter episode. Um. But it picks up right where we left off. Everything is on fire, including – I thought it was interesting. It, like the mansion is on fire. Like literally everything is on fire. Yeah. Uh, everything's burning. So it wasn't just the wall. Like they, they're in they're, – there's chaos. It so kept we get escalating. Little, yeah. We get a little bit of a peek, I guess, behind the wall there where Earl and Alden and everybody there, they have their catapults that they're launching. I, I guess it's just what random shrapnel that they're. That's launching? what I was wondering. Is yeah, it, was, yeah. It, it looked like it was just pieces of metal. I mean, because it, it was like, like a basket, stuff. right? Like the, yeah. their, their catapult was like a basket. So. And know. I was trying to be clear. They're using catapults and not trebuchets, which are more effective. But, you know, yes. you, you, you use what you can. I guess they yeah. didn't need as much distance. Yeah, Welcome. probably not, because you're trying to just clear walker hordes in the front. So. Yeah. Right. Welcome to medieval times. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, we got morning stars, catapults, trebuchets, yeah, you say? Right. Trebuchets, you say, by the way, is my new... Medieval on their ass. Trebuchet, you say, is my new uh, medieval podcast I'm hosting, by the way, too. That's nice. It's a morning show. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, so, I mean, this is the whole opening segment. Did you, did you guys, did, would it have been nice to see like what Hilltop looked like at the end of this? Cause I guess that was my main concern with this whole thing. Um, yeah, they, like, took the PO, they took the POV, POV away from Hilltop pretty quick there, and then we didn't right? see what any yeah. of the aftermath, now that you mention it. Yeah. Like, we're supposed to assume that they're all just on the, not on the run, but just kind of retreating from said location. But are we are, the, are we under the assumption that the Hilltop is gone? Like, is that what we're supposed to think? Yeah, that that's my assumption. assumption. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. The way that fire was going and everything. And once the main hall caught on fire and Eugene yeah. was trying to get his radio stuff out of there, I think they're all scattered to the wind, yeah. Dunzo. Um, <clears throat> so Carol warns Lydia. Um, Ezekiel uh, tries to grab the kids. Um, and then uh, Judith, um, Judith, of course, is, is not there. They can't find Judith. Uh, and Earl is able to, uh, to find her. Uh, then we get this creepy scene of Magna kind of walking amongst the walkers. Uh, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but like for oh, about yeah, a, yeah. for about a second or two, I was like, "Oh man, is she dead?" And she's just yeah, yeah. You know, I, 
obviously I thought it was a vision. I didn't think it was a dead thing. I thought it was a vision. Like, oh, like she know. was seeing her and it wasn't really her. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I because I, 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 yeah. I wrote. I wrote a Magna Returns question <laughs> yeah. mark <in> my notes. <laughs> I always look at the eyes. The eyes are the yeah. That's right? that's why. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, well, she's not dead clearly. So either she's like hallucinating, or she did a great job blending in. <laughs> so yeah. I was the whole time I was watching this. I was like, "What keeps exploding? Like, what do they have that keeps blowing up? Like, like stuff is exploding everywhere." And I was like, "Well, they just kept launching the sap bombs." I, I suppose. I, I guess that's the best I can. I mean, what else, right? I mean, what, <laughs> that's the best I can think. They just kept launching, like, or like they kept throwing all that sap there, and then they just kept throwing like flaming things to ignite it or something. I don't Maybe know. that's where Daryl left his rocket launcher. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so that that other Daryl to a question. <clears throat> so Daryl last episode they titled it Morning Star. He had mm-hmm. a Morning Star. He continues right. to wield the Morning Star at the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. Do you think that like the producers went to him and said, "Hey Norman, we've given you a rocket launcher. We've given you like knives, guns, uh, a, a, a tank, or whatever. Like, what are?" You, <laughs> What what weapon would you like to wield on the show? Just you know, kind of crazy out there. And I wonder if he just was like, "Hmm, I'd like to I'd like to swing around a morning star." I guarantee his reaction was like grunting three times and walking away. And they're like, "I guess we'll just figure it out ourselves." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by the end of the show, they're going to leave like like no stone unturned. Like he'll have like a like a lance on a horse, or you know, like uh, I, I don't I don't know. I mean that is in the comics. Like that wouldn't be out. That wouldn't be out of line. Yeah. No. I don't know. Like doesn't Jesus have a lance on a horse at some point or something like that? Sounds about right. I mean, not a lance, <laughs> but like he does. Like he, they are horseback for a good portion of this time jump portion of the of the comics, and yeah, they got you know they got some weapons going. Yeah. Um. So we get to daylight, and Negan and Alpha and them are kind of cleaning everybody up. You know the 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 dead that are just laying around from from the from the battle, and um, uh, it's funny because Negan you know finds one of the hilltoppers there who's in really bad shape and you know stabs it in the head and Alpha kind of scolds him for not adding to the horde and he's like my bad. This and is like, when I thought like an yeah, arm's gone on that guy and everything. Turning. Yeah, yeah. This is when I thought it was and, the plan. And, and, and yeah. He goes, he goes, she's such a dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that, I think that's the part where I thought, okay, he, this is when he's going to turn. He's going to show that he turned. Yeah. Because he didn't have to do, I mean, he's like, he was killing people just so they wouldn't turn. Yeah. On purpose. You could tell. Right. So that, I thought that's when he gave it away. So he kind of goes off on his own and then he comes across. No, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back uh, it up, dude. Mm-hmm. You forgot about Frowny McTwo knives. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, yes. <laughs> Which is a quote from the comic, actually. Even Mike Jones, even yeah. in our Facebook group, even pulled the panel yeah. from the comic. And I heard that. I'm like, wait a minute. And I went back to my digital copy. And sure enough, there it was. I, I, I yeah, remember I that to, one specifically because it's a great line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Frowny, Frowny yeah. McTwo knives. I definitely wrote that down because <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> That's going to be my new uh, uh, cover band. Frowny McTwo knives. Yes. Uh, oh, and um, and Alpha, she's all like, you know, th- they're talking about victory. She's like, this is no victory because she didn't get Lydia. Like that was her yeah. her main drive in right. all of this. She didn't get what she wanted, so she's not like proud of the of the of the win that they 
very clearly have here. Yes. Um, so <clears throat> Negan kind of goes on his own way, and uh, he comes across – I call this walker the bebop walker. Like what was up with the way this – I mentioned it last week. Like there were these walkers that were just kind of like strutting or whatever. This walker's like like his head's bouncing. He's like swaying back and forth, and I'm like – I don't know. It just he's got a hitch in his size Funko doll. Just he's got a hitch in his step, and I think it's more to it's it's something that amuse it's something to amuse Negan and his whole like I'm bored of this move that he's He's, kind of pulling on him. The the zombies living his best afterlife. Yeah, I I mean it it gives it a bit more personality, which I do think helps the scene as far as Negan's reaction to all of it. Sure, I just it to me it was just a little comedic, which I'm sure was kind of part of part of the reason, but. But yeah, I mean, um, we've, we've, we've seen a lot of dark shit. I mean, we can yes. deal with a little bit of levity involving yes. Negan's uh, j- j- jumping and jiving with walkers around. Yeah, yeah. So he spots uh, somebody that that's a survivor, and at first I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Lydia, but you couldn't you couldn't get a real good glimpse of it. But obviously, Negan knew that it was Lydia, and uh, goes after her, and comes across an Aaron who's carrying. Um, What's his I don't name? know. Folger. <laughs> uh. Oh, he, that's who he's carrying? He's carrying um, music? 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 Music band? Yes, yes, yes. J- Jacob from uh, Fantastic Beasts? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't know he was, I think that's who he's I didn't. I didn't look at I was probably writing it down, <laughs> so I wasn't looking at who his face was. Oh, okay. Well, he's alive. Oh, good for him, I guess. A little bloody, but yeah, he's he's definitely alive. I completely... I guess he didn't say anything either. That's all it didn't... Right, right. What is his? Now I'm gonna be pissed off, and I can't think of his name. Or Luke, my name. Luke. Dan there Folger we go. plays Luke. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, Aaron's carrying Luke. Uh, Negan rolls up. He tries to explain, not very effectively. Um, but and, I think he has to play it cool because he doesn't know who's around for one thing. He can't be just being like, "Guys, I'm on your side." Like I think he needs to. Yeah. And it's also an awkward scenario because well, there's walkers around. Aaron is very clearly upset by things that are taking place. It's like yeah, and you, have to, you have to tread water carefully. I guess it makes sense that Aaron's the one that finds, or he finds Aaron, or Aaron finds him, or whatever. You know, just because they had that one episode where yeah, you know, he they got a he he didn't kill him, so they had a reckoning of sorts. Yes, and came which, to an understanding, which in his eyes backfired, and in Negan's eyes is like, well, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's not going to believe me on this one. Um, so Negan takes off, uh, and then he's able to find Lydia and grabs her, um, and take, and takes her away. Um, then we come across Alden, Kelly and Gamma with a uh, little baby Adam and, uh, Alden can't seem to keep the baby quiet and Gamma's trying to give her, I guess, Mary Gamma, I guess it doesn't matter in a little bit. It's not going to matter anyway, but Mama, um, <laughs> Mama, <clears throat> um, she tries to to let Alden let her hold him so she could calm him down, and he's having none of it. Like he's still not having any of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually, she gives him some advice. He takes it. It seems to calm her down. Um, and then they get they start to get surrounded. Um, so they're they're kind of getting hit from all sides. Well, she she does he does give her the baby. Like, yes, she gets, yes. She, she, she gives yes. the advice, and she kind of takes yeah. it. Then he's like, okay, let me just just give it to her. Like he yeah. just gives it to her. And, yeah, yeah, he works. stopped. I, I thought and he was Kelly's kind of giving him the stink eye too. Like, yeah, hey, don't yeah it's like, come on, like yeah. stop it. 
this whole sequence is going like multiple ways through. It was like, wait, it is because that last like, a couple days ago, right when we did the episode, I'm like they're either going to end up together or keep being at odds. And like, are they going to end up together? Now? And then obviously it has a result of all of this, but it was no. it was throwing me through some loops as far as where it was headed until she sure. got to like standing around and being like all peaceful. It's like, okay, I know where this is going, but still, it was. Uh, <laughs> I was intrigued by what was going to take place here. Yes. Um. <clears throat> so they they try and lead lead everybody away. Um, and, uh, they come across a van. They can't, they're struggling to get the door open on the van so they can hide in it. Uh, they finally get it open. She, uh, Gamma gets everybody inside and she slams the door shut, um, and leads them away. So again, she's trying to protect her nephew. Uh, well, I think more than anything else. I mean, not that she's, has any real ill will towards, uh, towards Kelly or, um, Alden. Or Alden, but but she wants to keep her nephew safe, yeah. and so she leads him away. Uh, she she's able to kind of get him towards some sort of pond or creek or something, kills them all, and as she's standing there, Beta comes up and stabs her right in the gut. Um, and it's it's harsh. It was a it was, it was, a, was. Good, it was it a good totally. like surprise moment. It's like mm-hmm. even in the midst of like a show like this, where I'm like, okay, something's gonna happen here. It's like still it's like, oh, that was brutal. Like he, it was he a horror her. movie. Yeah, because he's because he's a big old Michael Myers mother. Like, exactly, <laughs> and the sound it makes when they like yeah they really get a good job of that. I know that yeah. sounds so especially that morbid. second hit right like the first yeah. one when he, when like, he like when he moves it and he guts her yeah, essentially yeah, yeah that front. that sounds you know, it's just like oof. ooh yeah she's able to get a good piece of his uh his face off as mm-hmm. you know, as it were she wants to take his face off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no more drugs for that man. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, which of course, doesn't sit well with Beta. He's pretty pissed off. He th- basically sets her up against the tree. And then one of the other random uh, whispers rolls up, and it's like, hey, man. <laughs> um, and Beta he says, turns, it, he says, it's you. It's you. I, yeah. I, thought, I, I yeah. thought I recognized right. the voice, but, like, and <laughs> so. It was the weirdest, like, like, uh, like starstruck whisper. It's a callback. It's a callback to Fear the Walking Dead. Remember the albums that were out everywhere? He was on the cover of one of them. He was a country singer. Is it specifically mm-hmm. the Fear? Like I, I recognize that scene from the comics where they imply that he's somebody famous, but uh... no, no. Chubb Chub is right. They had the record, and it was a guy. It was a, a country album with the face scratched out. Very cool. But it was supposedly, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely it a callback. It was Beta. It was Beta. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Uh, but I mean, clearly that. he's a whisperer. He would know. Oh, I get what you're saying. He finally recognized him because he'd see part of his face. Yeah. He's yeah. saying, it's you. I thought yeah. I recognized the place and all that. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Got it. Okay. Sorry. That and he kills sense. him because of it. I mean, he yes. kills him because he saw his face. So, yes. I mean, it's well, and the I, secret that he's willing to kill one of his own dudes to, like, cover it up. Well, because remember when in the flashbacks earlier in the first part of the season, it showed that when Alpha found Beta. It was in that um, uh, insane asylum. So I'm wondering if he didn't, like, go psycho and do something criminal, you know, like killed somebody or who knows what, and was in there. You know, I think that there was something that happened pre-apocalypse that went a little crazy with him, and that's why he was in that insane asylum. Oh, yeah, there's there's clearly something wrong with this man. Yeah. (laughs) What's what's interesting is... I didn't think enough of that face mask was torn off to where, 
like I, I guess that's why I didn't, I didn't think about it the way you guys did because I just looked it was at about it like, a third of the face. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I, I mean, I'm, mm. I'm with Russ as far as the amount of face torn off. I just think the show is also bullshit as far as saying a guy can recognize him from like 50 yards yeah, away. Like, right. Wait a minute. I see a quarter of that man's face. It must yeah. be this guy. Like, they made too big of a deal of it not for us to notice. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. It's, it's not like as as Aaron well, it has felt said wedged many, in. Yeah. As Aaron has said many times on the show, subtlety is not the strong the strongest uh, of this show. No. Not even a little bit. Like the, the only reason I recognized what was going on was because of the comics, honestly. It's like I know there's some like thing about beta where it's like he's somebody famous or something, but they don't actually like reveal it in the comics. Like that's right. that's that's my that's what I remember there. So I thought, oh, the show's doing that. I didn't realize there was a fear connection, but that's cool. I didn't realize that. That's a nice tie in. Yeah. That's um, the that's something fear can do also because it's not, you know, it's yes. based off the comics, so it can pull in that kind of Easter egg stuff. Yep. Yeah, it was Daniel's record collection that got spilled out over the road. Hmm. I was not a lot of fear episodes last year too, right? So maybe I missed that one too. Maybe that's why I didn't recognize. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I was busy so, living yeah. life in the world. <laughs> well, we still yes. when we still had a world. Remember when we had a world where we go outside? Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So he ends up making short work of that guy, and before he yeah. can kind of get back over to where Gamma is. Uh, a, an arrow shoots and hits Gamma right in the forehead. No, 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 no. He, he, he gets right up to Gamma. Like, she turns. He, oh, he, right, right, and right. And he, right. he, he, like, picks her up and he's like, all yeah, right, she's time to, to join my, my army or whatever. And because Alden's a, a terrible shot, like, he decides to hit Gamma instead of, uh, you know, the guy causing all of this terrible destruction. <laughs> Do you think that what it, is what it was? Or do you think he was he was trying to kill Gamma? I thought he well, was putting let, Gamma out of... I thought he was putting her down. Wait, so let, me put it, yeah. let, me put it, let me put it this way. Either he's a terrible shot, which is the better result of these two options, because if it's not, and he just wanted to kill Gamma, that is the dumbest, stupidest move that this guy could have made. <laughs> put true. the zombie out True. of its misery? It's a zombie. What's he going to do, run away? It's, <laughs> get, get the guy! Like, what is... <laughs> Good point, sir. But yeah, I'm assuming he... I want to assume he missed the shot, because that's, that's the only thing that makes me feel better about... Over incompetence. <laughs> yeah, maybe not take down the hulking guy. I'll take down the innocent zombie that can't do any harm to me from this distance. But whatever. <laughs> if you want to put it that way, fine. <laughs> yeah, saying. Oh, I felt so bad for Gamma. I might as well get rid of her now. Meanwhile, Michael Myers is still walking around. <laughs> I did um, want to like. Why didn't you try to hit him? Yeah, <laughs> that's the first thing I did think. Like, what are you doing? You had, you had the drop on him. You <laughs> had the drop on him. Just one hit, at least try to hit him in the head, and then something <laughs> happens, and it doesn't work. And then you can always kill her by hand. Like mm-hmm. that was stupid. All right, uh, I like Aaron's theory. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> he just missed. That makes more sense. It better that be. That said, one. that said, if he if he like shot and made a turn around, caught the arrow, I would not have been surprised either. <laughs> so. That'd have been cool. <laughs> yeah, that would have been kind of cool. It would make me all the more prepared for the inevitable Daryl Beta throwdown volume two that's going to take place at some point. Yes. Uh, so Carol's with Yumiko and Magna and Eugene. And obviously, uh, bad blood. Uh, Yumiko is not happy with Carol. Um, Yumiko is clearly suffering from quite a bit of PTSD. She got separated from. Um, uh, what's her name? Magna. No, no, no. Magna. Separated from. Uh... Yumiko? No, 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 no. No, the other woman she Connie. was with, right? Connie, thank Connie. you. Connie? Yeah. 
That's bad. I can't remember that that whole no, little. I, I just know here. I just somebody doesn't show up for two episodes and you forget. Yeah. It well, because Yumiko and uh, and Magna are together. That's why I was thinking. Right. Was, right. I mean, yes, Connie's gone. To, oh, I see what you're saying. You know, Magna's talking about her story. She got separated yes. for Connie. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Yes. Sorry. I'm out of it. Um, so she was able to make it back, and so she's she's kind of in bad shape. I think more mentally than physically, um, at at this point. And you know, again, Yumiko seeing Magna in that state, the two of them were kind of on the outs. So, you know, obviously she's uh, you know feeling like they have unfinished business. So uh, she's not too kindly to Carol when Carol's like, "Okay, let's move," you know, move out. And she's like, "Wait, we can't leave. She's she needs more time to rest." And Carol's like. Man, you can stay here as long as you want. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Uh, you know, she wants to get back before before uh, daytime, and Magna kind of gives it to her. Um, gives it to oh, Carol for sure. Yeah, a cherry cheesecake. Right Yumiko, 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 Yumiko yes, punches her. Yes. Not, not Magna. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and Yumiko punches her right in the face. Um, and then Magna and Yumiko kind of have a conversation and reconcile their situation. Or are they breaking up or are they reconciling? Because all she says is that she couldn't do this anymore. I feel like it's a bit yeah. – times are difficult to have a real ruling on this right now. Yeah, I was yeah. just like – I couldn't tell which. I think things are just going to be more amicable for the time being. Yeah. I, see, I took the whole I can't do this anymore to mean her – Fighting with her? No. I like thought not being the, a dick anymore. No, no. I took it as like their current situation, like living with a group of people trying to get along. Uh, like, I took it as her as like I'm done with all this. I can't. I can't deal with this. I'm oh, I thought they were breaking up. No, oh, maybe you're right. It can be taken a lot. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know now. Now I'm, I'm I'm confused too. I don't know if it's that or just saying that I can't. I can't I've been a you know. A, I get it. You know the, the pain in the ass I've been. With all this fighting and whatnot, wanting to fight all the time. Like, let's just go off somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Well, right now. We'll see. I guess we'll see. We will yeah. go shortly. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so then Carol kind of goes and sits by herself um, right next to, I'll call it the Hansy Walker. Where it's the walk, grabbing, <laughs> oh, grabbing at her, yeah. and she slaps it off. Yeah. And grabs it at her, slaps it off. I called it. A, I called it the leaf walker. It was all <laughs> leafy. Yeah. Did you think for a minute she was just trying? She was just going to be like, like suicidal. Like she was giving up and just being like, "Well, if, if he bites me, then like just go ahead." No, I mean, I think it <laughs> may have vaguely, like for a nanosecond, entered her mind, but no, she was just toying. Yeah, and then when the, she stabs it in the head, like three seconds later, I'm like, oh, okay, no, she was just jacking with it. Okay, it's the kind of yeah. scene where I feel like I'm ten steps ahead, so I'm like, okay. I mean, th- I like the design of the walker. I'm just less concerned with the the character motivation at this point. It's like you're not gonna, they're not gonna kill Carol right now. <laughs> That's not what's gonna right. happen. No, I, I didn't think that either. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. I don't think you are. I'm not saying you are. It's just more like it's the kind of scene where it's like shoe leather. It's just like, yeah, all right, gotta sure. like. Make sure we have a little additional beat here before Eugene comes up to be like, "Oh, I got a bump on the face" or whatever he says. Well, I mean, and Eugene's all like, you know, I realize he he he's been talking to this girl on the radio and he's smitten with her or whatever, but like his whole friggin' settlement just got burned down, all his equipment, all his electronics, all his stuff, and all he could care about is the biggest meeting of my life, you know? Yeah. I mean, it just seemed I don't know, seemed a bit much to me. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at this point, he doesn't even know who's alive and who's dead, right? Like, you know, yeah. aside from the fact that Hilltop is burned down. like Yeah, exactly. Know. Like, other than the people <laughs> around him, he doesn't know who survived, you know? Yeah. So, of course, you know, he starts feeling all sad, sacky for himself. And Carol says, you know, do you ever feel like, uh, you know, you're, you kind of wanted something so bad and then have it snatched out of, you know, in front of you and, and, or you couldn't, you couldn't deliver on it or something. And at the, at the time I was like, you know, I definitely kind of felt like she had, I, I kind of thought I knew where she was coming from. And obviously when we get to the end of the episode, this, this conversation has a very different meaning. Um, it, it was, it was less about, um, it was less about the fact that she feels like she got everybody killed and everything and more about the fact that somebody else was going to do something that she wanted to do herself. So, yeah, at the, at the same time, like the hilltop was attacked in response to things. I mean, they, they were going over the border and all this stuff. I mean, there's, and she's and let alone, she was provoking alpha like in her own mm-hmm. way. And in terms, and it it leads up to like you know they they say they're both screw ups and beyond Eugene's meeting stuff. I mean, it does go back to Eugene, you know, how we were first introduced to him, which was a guy who was pretending to be a, the 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 true savior that they needed to get to Washington so he could save the world and all that. He was which he was lying about, and like yep. I mean, there's there's a lot of history as far as ways that they've made things worse in some way, even if it ultimately led to better things. But yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm trying to think of other times they've like talked to each other, Eugene and Carol, and I can't think of. Anything. I don't remember many. Usually missing, so Mm-mm. yeah, that's one of the things I got out of this part of the episode is I, you know, especially for them to two have like a heart to heart. I've never seen that before with no with yeah. the two of them. So so it, it kind of so yeah, it, it's it sticks out more as like a, well, these two have never talked before kind of thing, and it's like okay, if like the work to get there is this kind of silliness of Eugene, like oh, I won't go to my date now. At least it gives them a chance to like relate on another level, which I did appreciate to some degree. Yeah, and of course Carol just tells him to just do it, to go. Like if if he really wants to be with this this girl, then he should just do it. So. Uh-huh. Um, so then we finally catch up with what, what's going on with Daryl and he has kind of a larger group with him. Um, of course he like does. Most, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> most of the survivors, it seems, uh, that are left are with him. Uh, and, and they're meet, they're going to the rendezvous point where they were supposed to meet Ezekiel to where he's supposed to grab the kids. And of course they get to the house and the kids aren't in there. And, uh, Jerry's wife is really freaking out. Um, you know, because she, you know, again, she should. I mean, her kids exactly, are gone. Yeah, the, you know, sure. like four of them or something, the right? That they were all supposed right. to meet there. Aside from the fact that everything they had is gone, um, and now they can't find their children. I mean, of course, you're going to expect and, and think the worst. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that was that was a, you know, yeah. Between between thing. fires, a horde of walkers, and whispers, <laughs> there's a lot of threats out there. For yeah, the, yeah. The, the kids oh, of America. Yeah. Whoa. Um, so we find out that Earl has the kids. Uh, they're they're in a safe spot. Ezekiel is not there. Uh, Earl's, and Earl's, Earl's looking, got something else too. Yeah, Earl's looking mighty bad. Um, yep. Now, who and, called this last week because he had that like speech or whatever? Remember? Oh, yeah. I think we were all on that one that he no. was I mean, going to be next. 
I'll say this. The show did surprise me on who's still alive. But yes, the Earl one was like, yeah, this guy. <laughs> I, will, I will say that there was, you know, this was the uh, this was the death we called and the other big deaths in this episode. I had, I did not see that coming. Not this soon. Not this I, yeah, soon. I didn't see it coming. Yeah. It was this, happening not this soon. I, I thought it would because they're close anyway, to me. I don't want to get too far ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, so, yeah, so Earl's taking care of the kids. He's making sure they have some water. Uh, and then he tells them to, you know, to, to be quiet and closes the curtain. And he looks even worse. And obviously it's clear at this point he was he was bit. And mm-hmm. he takes this table, flips it on the side, hammers a spike through it. That is um, hardcore. I don't yeah, know. Saying. Who among yeah. you could do that? I could never do that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, no. I, I don't even know what a table is. is. <laughs> I'm like, you got the table there. Find a rope. Rafter. Plus, I mean, it's all the no, but, 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 room and stuff. You can't, stuff. You like, can't do oh, that okay. because, they, because then you have a, a live zombie with a bunch of kids in the house. Exactly. So. Yeah, because this worked out that way, that's too. Yeah. Well, I mean, well it's more a better chance of working well, than... Yeah, you I mean... Really, you got to really be committed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was my whole thought. like, you got to, like... <laughs> he's looking at this thing, and I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the kids are in the net, like, like I said, the next room over. I mean, I just, I don't know. Yeah. Did we, did we note the Judith thing when she was fighting in the fires? That uh, she, that she killed no. a whisper. No, yeah, she, of course. She, she like kills a whisper in the fire and she has that look on her face like, oh man, I just killed a person. Yeah. I even had on my notes, Judith's going to Judith. That, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's my note. But I did like, uh, you know, she's not a little Carl. You know, she didn't, uh, she didn't murder and be like, oh, that was good. Uh, she was just like, oh, I didn't, didn't see that one coming because it's going to play a role here in this whole yeah. world. So yeah. Um. So of course she comes in and sees Earl, and knows what he's about to do. Knows that he's been bit, and she starts to tear up. And you know he tells her he's you know she's strong, and. Uh, to to you know go in the other room and so Judith leaves and Earl sets himself up and it's kind of you know we get commercial break like right as he headbutts this this huge spike. Uh, in it's the a tube. good it's a good cut good clean cut on yeah. the show's part. Yeah, I'll say this: I like Judith more this week than I liked her last week. So there, okay. <laughs> oh, you got <laughs> the, a heart. The bonding the bonding scene there worked oh. for me better than the other. It's nonsense. Those <laughs> those alligator tear well ups. Either they had good CGI or she acted very well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was just looking at all the houses that uh, Chandler Riz was choosing through when he was fired from the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can live there. <laughs> that was a three bed. Um. So of course she goes back in to check on Earl. We see kind of the mark on his on his head. The mark um, of Earl. And she she walks up to him and of course he <laughs> starts to twitch and grabs her arm and he he didn't quite uh, finish the job as it were. So Judith obviously pulls her sword out and has to take care of business. So what do you think he did? He just like give himself a a big old bruise on the head and just I, like killed himself that way, but Yeah, just, I think yeah, I think it ultimately Yeah, it's not it's, that Skull's pretty hard. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. So I'm it's sure it's kind he, of like because yeah. oh I mean, that I, wasn't the sharpest spike either. The thing was yeah. no, it, it was like, pretty yeah. blunt. He's he's yeah. trying to do the pencil trick from the Dark Knight, but in reverse. It, yeah, yes. and it, and I, I like I said, I could do 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to really commit it's so to natural. Once you, yeah, once you feel pain, it's just your body is so automatic, it will flinch. It like, would be pretty forceful to get through the skull. There's just no way. Person. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so after all that happens, uh, the, the group finds... Uh, well, first they find it. They find Ezekiel. Uh, Jerry comes across and finds Ezekiel and get him up, and he's like, Earl, Earl has the kids. And uh, they take <laughs> off, and eventually they find where, where, where they're at. Um, it's so that, 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 is, that Ezekiel reveal, <laughs> I was like, Okay, so he got knocked out and, like, a piece of metal fell on him or something? Whatever. But, like, I was like, oh, he's still alive. I mean, I, I didn't think they'd kill him off screen, although that'd be a pretty bold move, too, if he was, they just found him and he was dead. I was like, oh, that's, yeah. that's hardcore. But, uh, like, oh, there's Ezekiel. <laughs> just, you gotta let yeah. him die on a bed. I was gonna say, he's dying so many other ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It'd be, that's why, again, I, I would applaud the show for, like, being very nondescript about the death of that major character in such, like, a throwaway moment, but it, it'd still be cheap. But at the same time, be like, well, they, they went for something. But no, he just woke up under some sheet metal. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, fine, whatever. It, it's almost like, kind of like, uh, uh, <laughs> not quite to this extreme, but from uh, Attack of the Clones, when Padme rolls off the ship and they go and the clone troopers find her. And she just gets up and starts running. Like, yes, I, like, yeah. I've been tossed with a like spaceship. That. I'm just going to get up and just start running. It was. <laughs> oh, I, when it comes to people being tackled by inanimate objects, I always think of Bruce Campbell in bookshelves in Evil Dead movies. Of I mean, course. Book, they're his worst enemy, not Deadites. It's bookshelves. Perhaps <laughs> that's the sh- same sheet, uh, cursed sheet metal that the uh, dumpster that saved Glenn was made of. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you're finding cast members miraculously unharmed under sheet metal and they do an episode just about that uh, that metal how it's special so have a backstory yeah how it's all special I'm trying to remember did Glenn make it to Alexandria <laughs> am I what am I missing uh, did how far did he get yeah yeah he, he did they he settled did. in yeah they settled in because Negan, Negan got him like okay see they have to be in Alexandria at that point. yeah he was in Alexandria when Negan got him yeah, where were they when they when the whole dumpster thing happened? Everybody hates Chris was still there. Uh, yeah, it was him oh, and someone sure. else out on a raid, and the other. It was that one that guy that shot himself. It was like super yeah. stupid things, right? Nobody liked where him. Were they, though? Where was their base? Mm, was it the church? I thought they were at the. Oh, you! I think you. Oh I no! Think it no, was no, right. no, it was Alexandria, right? Because it yeah. was that. I can't, that guy was one of like the cool, like the the security, or whatever, like the enforcers, or whatever, and. This is not necessary. I don't need to go over this. I'm sorry. I'm just. You're I'm just asking an old man now. I don't remember these things. <laughs> I was just thinking about Glenn. It's like where are you well, get? When we start up our Walking Dead rewatch podcast, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll cover that. This has to be why people like this show, right? Because we're not like dedicated to having the facts memorized. We're just like more casual about it. <laughs> yeah. In season be a- five, episode three. That's I believe our Glenn said. No, we don't. We don't do that. That's, that's not that, the show, folks. We have the, lives, like, unfortunately. That's, 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 that's we come at it from another take, angle. <laughs> take up other parts of our brain. So yeah, yeah. we got bills and you know families and stuff. <laughs> so anyway, they're reunited with the kids. Uh, everybody's safe and sound. Daryl goes in, finds Judith, uh, and just kind of sits next to her and, and comforts her. Um, so again, just more more good Daryl stuff. Yeah. You know, and then we go Niga Negan um Niga Niga <laughs> the new the new one the new yeah. Niga Real quick um mm. 
because this is like the <laughs> the best part of the episode. But I mean, the 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 bulk of this is like a mini version of the second half of season four, right? Five, four, where they're like after the prison falls and they're just all on the tracks for like 16 episodes or like eight episodes, right? <laughs> like that's what I guess they're still yeah. out there, but it kind of felt kind like of. it had that vibe where it's a lot of aftermath kind of what happened after the prison fell. Yeah, this was straight up an aftermath episode. Yeah. And, or, but it's, or even to some degree, like after the after the farm, right? You that, know, that too, that but too. I mean the prison yeah. one specifically because you had all the characters were on chaos, different. Yeah, they were, right. they're in yeah. different areas of the world as they like, come like, together. Yes. Yeah. Like when Glenn woke up above all of the walkers, like how did he get in this position? But regardless, it just looked like a cool shot. But um, I remember that part. <laughs> but I just I like that the show was going for that as far as being like everything's in disarray. Like I like that kind yes. of chaos, and it you know it gives you a lot of different plot lines to work with and i think it did it fairly effective but yeah this stuff is this is the great stuff coming up right here yes um so negan goes to alpha and tells her that he has what she's been looking for Mm -hmm. and um you know through this whole thing we kind of cut to flashes of lydia in what looks like a shed tied to a chair trying desperately to to free herself right Um, and um so Alpha starts talking to Negan about that he's ready for his own, you know, party and that he can kind of go do his own thing. And and he starts talking to – so the, there's a lot of banter back and forth between mm-hmm. the two of them about, you know, the, the fact that, well, doesn't the lioness – you know, doesn't the cub take over from the lioness and, you know, this whole alpha, beta, lioness structure, you know, it doesn't doesn't – seem like there's room for another beta you know he's trying to i guess he's trying to discern like what does she really mean what's his place what is she yeah, his tone changes yeah i uh, love this stuff because this is like you you're you're so on i was on so on track of what nika was doing at this point like i was so convinced like okay so he's he his mission is to kill alpha right here but is he yes. going to do it and he's trying to suss that out of her he's trying to be like what's your end game if your end game yes. is to be crazy pants i'm gonna have to put you down yeah. but if you're Why something else going on you? Yeah, and which, but I think that it makes both of their characters interesting. For one, mm-hmm. because Alpha, Alpha's like it's not like her arc is done here. Like I mean, her, yeah. sure, sure, her time on the show's done, but her, right. her, like she's just like getting started now. Like she's she's evolved. She's gone from like her way to this like what was their line last week? Like take them all or whatever. Like it's she she has new plans in store, which includes zombifying her own daughter. So like yeah. there's a whole yep. like storyline you can go with that. And Negan. I think he has like legit affection for her to some degree. Maybe not. <laughs> That's a whole thing to parse out. I'd imagine better people that are more qualified in the realm of psychology could probably do that better than I could. But I think there there is something there. Be even though he has like a mission, I think there is something there that he wants to like. If I can find a way to redeem her, I can do that, or I can punch at that more. And so well, it's I, watching this dynamic play out. I thought was interesting. Yeah. Well, I think he he sees a bit of a kindred spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In her. Oh, sure. Of course, you know, like, like yeah, he doesn't they, he doesn't tell the story of Lucille to everybody. That's no, like, no. I mean, and they both came out of tra- tragic origins, right? They hopefully, didn't hopefully, he doesn't get busy with everybody wearing it, somebody else's skin Oof. either. I yeah, mean, geez, that too. That's commitment to your part. I mean, well, you know, you know, he can if he's gonna do a mission, he's gonna go all in. He's not gonna yeah. uh, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> Heyo. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he starts telling her about his wife, and she had pancreatic cancer, and talks about the chemo. And did we know this? 
we know uh, he had a wife. We know she died before the Walkers. Yes, I took it. It was cancer. When he was yeah, talking I about mean, how she's sick, she yeah, got. Yeah, we yeah. don't know yeah. the, the the specifics. We mm-hmm. we told the story before though. Yeah. To some degree, yeah, just to the yeah, extent of what I was wondering. Hadn't he told Gabriel? He told her he, he he told her that he has a wife and that she died. Like you know, we yeah. know the basic details. I was I just curious how far he's went in that story because I don't think he specifically got into like the chemo and pancreatic cancer and all that before. I could be wrong, but I'm just thinking. Yeah, but then he he calls he kind of calls BS on her whole way of life as they start to walk. And so he walks behind her, and again, they're kind of intercutting Lydia, and she's pretty much, at this point, freed herself. <clears throat> and Who um, didn't see that? I mean, we all saw that part coming, right? Yeah. I, I, however, did not, and I don't know why I didn't think this, but I didn't think that she was in another physical location. Like I had been done so many times. I, I, I Yeah, I should have done that. Yeah. To me, I thought it, honestly, I thought it was coming down to Who's going to kill her first? Is it Negan uh, that kills her from behind, uh-huh. or is Lydia surprise her and kill her herself? Like I, I, I thought that's where that was going, and clearly that that wasn't the case. I thought it was going to be a time thing. I thought it was going to be like she already got out like way earlier. Oh and, right, right. You know one of those, but instead they went for the uh, the Silence of the Lambs tactic of she's not in the I, <laughs> they're not yeah. in the same place. I only thought otherwise because he was so calm and didn't rush it. Uh huh. And he, I got, that's why I figured he had put her somewhere else. And that's why he wasn't worried whether, you know, about any of it. And he just, yeah. you know, he was just, cause he didn't have, he didn't want to press for time at all. He was just, you know, talking to her and talking to her, just letting shit happen. That's fair. I, Negan's just, he's a very good actor in this. Not no, Je- he not, is. I mean, like, he, I mean, Negan, like Jeffrey Morgan, he's good yeah. too. But I mean, like, the, the the role Negan's playing in all this, he knows how to keep that up. So it's like. And, and I took it too as if, he, so he legitimately kidnaps her, obviously to keep her safe and keep her out of the way. Because <laughs> at this point, I think he understands kind of what her end game is with this deal. But, but two, um, I think um, oh, I lost my train of thought. I totally lost what I was going to say. Deacon's going to do something. He's got two thoughts. Um, he got her out the way. Uh, Lydia, Alpha, come on, Grandpa. On. Give, me, give me a minute. It'll come back to me. Give me, give right. me a second. All right. Damn it. <laughs> With the help of we hum the- oh, <laughs> sorry. Yes, I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came hey, back hey, to hey, me. Hey, hey. Alzheimer moment is 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 clear. Uh, like Alpha's BS detector is pretty solid, and so I think if he came to her and said he had Lydia and didn't really have Lydia, like I almost think that she would have been able to to detect it. So I think again, oh, part of it true. was to keep her safe. Part mm-hmm. of it was so he wouldn't get caught in a lie. Right. Like he right. legitimately had her, you know, caught her and had her, you know, t- confined. Right. Um. Because he did tell her every. I mean, he, he pretty much everything he said was true. Yeah, for the and most again, part. Again, like I said, I think her her BS detector is pretty is pretty spot mm-hmm. on. Yeah, that's how he got away with it. Yeah, I get it. I get exactly what you're yeah. saying. So basically, don't lie. You know, don't lie. Lie you uh, lie by omission, not by yeah. outright lie. That's how you pass those lie detector tests. You tell yeah. a certain <clears throat> part of the truth. Yes. So yeah, so. 
of course, the, everything kind of converges at once. Like Lydia, op- Lydia opens the door. It's mm-hmm. clear that she's in a different physical location than everybody else and, and gets away. And Alpha opens the door, looks inside. There's nobody in there. She turns around and Negan slashes her throat. It's like the yeah. biggest knife. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like, where did this knife yes. come from? <laughs> where are you hiding at? Uh, maybe it's I don't want to say. We haven't seen that before. Like, I, I literally had it because I'm thinking, I know where this scene's going. He's going mm-hmm. to kill her. Yeah. But he's like, if it goes by comics, he's going to slash her throat. And I'm thinking, where is, does he have, but all he has is Lucille in his hand. So I'm like, what's going to happen here? And he just pulls out the biggest knife from his side all the time. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. And it makes sense, right, yeah. that he would do that as opposed to use Lucille because oh, yeah. he's got he's to have proof, right? Proof of, proof of death. Yes. <laughs> in this instance, yeah. Proof, proof of death. <laughs> I did – this was a very t- – like the tension in the scene was – like regardless of how much I knew was going to happen, the tension yes. in the scene was great. The filmmaking yeah. I, just, I thought yes. was pretty terrific. Yeah. And like the the um, the effort to show that Lydia was in a different location, I really liked that they had like this – kind of pinkish purplish hue and like whatever mm-hmm. background she was on. like it was it was yes. it did a good job like this show you know sometimes we get a little like thrown by like wait what's happening exactly i thought the show did a good job of like making sure you were aware she's not in this location and then it cuts right back again and you get all these you know a lot of surprises are piling on top of each thank, other you just, know thank god they have all those random shacks just sitting around out there <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm telling you Negan's plan would have been screwed without them I'm Most of them unoccupied by random people that don't know that like, there's an apocalypse. Yeah. Well, like for instance, yeah. you know, Dar- yeah, like that one guy. But you know, yeah. like the, if Daryl Shack, for instance, if they tried to use that, yeah, oh, you, yeah, I didn't clean that out for a whole six months. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would be it totally not been able to use it. Mm-mm. Nasty. So of course he kind of lets her down, um, and she just bleeds out, completely yeah. surprised at at what's happened. I think mm. she t- she truly was caught off. Oh, yeah. oh, she was. Caught, oh, yeah, she was caught, caught off guard. She was. Um, and so the next thing we see is, of course, uh, Negan with a bloody sack. Uh, yeah. And then we cut, and he basically bowls ahead across the ground uh, at somebody's feet, and Carol goes, "Well, it took you long enough." Yeah, wasn't that how it was in the comic? Except it wasn't Carol's feet. But uh, no, 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 no. no. His, no his, his Nobody plan knew was, that plan. He 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 wanted to, he did that so he could be on the like on the good side with Rick right. in the comics. Yeah, right. yeah. He was like yeah. this this will prove my worth to him by doing right. this. Like that was no, I know, but I'm saying didn't in that what he did? He had her head in a sack, burlap sack, and he walked up to Rick and then. Oh, yeah, he took, I, yeah, yeah, he took. He did the whole take yeah. the head move. It's just there was no yeah. like overriding plan of, you know, someone someone asked me to do this or this was part of some. Yeah. you know. No, no, I know that. I was oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah. commenting yeah, was, on how how cool it was that they kept. Yes, the yeah, in terms of comic accuracy, you are correct. Yes, I, I thought it was a nice touch that her head had already reanimated. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yes. It was. I, I like that we didn't take three episodes to get to that point. So that's what I enjoyed. Yeah. That too. That yeah. Too. So interesting. So I mean, I, I guess you know. Again, in retrospect, this you know, Carol's the one that let him out. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that that's what happened, right? Oh yeah, like, yeah. You got it. Is that yeah. what's going on? Yeah. It's too yeah. much of a misleading line if it's not you know that there was some kind of a prearranged arrangement. Yes. Yes. Um. Mm. I guess the the thing to look at now, though, is so Carol's plan all well, not all along, but like, I guess this is like her plan B, right? Like, yeah, because it's still Negan, right? So it's still Negan. And also she wanted to kill Alpha. Like she wanted 
So it's right. you know, it's like in case I can't, <laughs> this is my other plan. Like, yeah, it just she just happened to get other people killed and caused all kinds of chaos. Exactly. To get to to ultimately not do what it was that she wanted done. Yeah, yeah. like one way or another, Alpha's going to go down, and this is just like a a contingency plan in case she can't get it done. For it's just you try. I'm trying to factor in like the Carol be mad factor of this whole thing, where she yeah. went out of her way to try to go after Alpha, and that did not go well. Um, but she still has like an ace in the hole in the form of Negan. <laughs> so it's so yes. so it's a lot of a lot of a lot of plate spinning. Yep, yep. That's where we are. So next week, I did read ahead. Next week is the Michelle-centric <laughs> episode. So oh, I saw the trailer. Yes, I have not seen the preview, but yeah. yes, it is a, the Michonne episode next week. So yeah, that's a good breaking point, I would suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Here's a question. <laughs> Because I've seen this in a key on a few uh, reviews about the episode is did you guys feel denied at all of seeing a greater battle as far as the hilltop versus the the whisperers go like instead of being confined to just the opening? I think there's still more to come. Yeah, that's my logic too. I think like well, Alpha is one thing, but Beta's not going to be happy about all this. So there's still like Jason walking around. Yeah, yeah. It's like I mean, we get the gist of it, right? I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. the result is the hilltops burned down. Everybody's mm-hmm. scattered. Like right. I don't, I don't know that a protracted yeah. Game of Thrones style battle episode no. really gives people us people still more. buried too. I mean, yeah, that was I mean, that that's was, not what the show is, right? Like I'm exactly. Not. That's that's my thought on this. I don't think I needed like a whole episode of battling. I mean, like we've complained about episodes that are whole episodes of battling. Mm-hmm. So it's like I I like that it's this weird. Like I wrote about this in the review. Like this weird kind of. Um, mirror image where like the, the previous episode was a lot of build up to a battle and you get the, you know, a bit of it at the end. And then this episode begins with a bit of the battle and then builds down to more character stuff afterwards. Like it's a neat kind of, I don't know, parabola, I guess, <laughs> but, uh, well, there's some symmetry to this episode. Uh-huh. I, I wonder if last week and this week's episode wasn't initially written for like being a long episode. And then they had so much or maybe more than one episode. I don't know. Cause there yeah, was a it, lot, that happened in this episode all over the place, not in a mess, but just a lot of things. And I'm just wondering if there was a lot more to the story and we, they just had to cut it down. And I won't, I, I won't be surprised if there's extended cuts of both episodes, but both episodes have different arcs for the different characters. So it'd be weird to be. No, like, no, episode. no, no, I agree there, but I'm just saying as far as just both the episodes together felt like there was just a, like, Maybe there was a lot more we could have seen, you know, and just right. didn't. So yeah, I, I, I guess my my thing is I don't know that it really really adds to. I, I I don't know what they could have added that would really add to the to the episode. It's, yeah, beyond like random character beats or whatnot. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see yeah, much I mean, they needed to do. Yeah, it would be doing it just so they could do it rather than add, which yeah. You know, we haven't noted this, but they they've not done that in a while. Like, remember, mm-hmm. especially the especially the all out war season, right? It seemed like, like you know, every other episode was an extended episode, yeah. and it was not fun. Honestly, like it, no. it felt like it was dragging things down. It's yeah. like another another hour and thirteen minute show. It's like, come on, like, I, what are we getting out of this? And it didn't feel like there was enough going on to you know keep them. Well, yeah, but a lot of that was there was a lot of boring and just badly written parts that 
I mean, well, yeah. You, I mean, but you're going <laughs> to give me 90 minutes and pack it full of stuff. Like these two episodes were pretty packed full of stuff, and if they would have gone a little longer, I would have been fine with it. I mean, in this, in this particular instance, I don't disagree with you necessarily. Like, if there is stuff that's worthwhile, I'd be happy to see it because I like these episodes overall. I'm just saying, like, on the whole, watching this show when it was really riding on extended, you know, going all Sons of Anarchy on us with these extended episodes. I'm like, okay, yeah. like, it was fun. It was cute as a gimmick the first couple of times, but now you're just, like, riding it for no reason, it seems. It's, and I, yeah. I wonder, too, if, if the ratings and budget kind of come into play of that, too. Right? Oh, for sure. I'd have to imagine. You know, you're talking almost a double episode with every episode. You know, that's that's a lot of, that's a lot of extra. And the show was, you know, point. it was peaking. It was peaking, right, when it had the all-out war stuff so it's like yeah okay i yeah, get it you're, you're it maximizing downward it was pretty much on downward trend by then all right yeah maybe but, they wanted to make a bigger deal out of it because they know it's a kind of quote-unquote fan favorite storyline or whatever yeah yeah and of course i mean that's all lagging right like you don't you're in production with the next season by the time the numbers come in for the previous season yeah sure at the time you're like we got all out war it's gonna be amazing everyone's gonna love it ratings yeah. gonna be better than ever <laughs> yeah well maybe not um yeah, so that's that episode. So we'll uh, we'll be back. But uh, before we get to our Buster ratings, I will do a quick message for our sponsor, DCB Service. Um, again, as you know, we all talk about um, you know self quarantining and coronavirus and everything else. Um, if if it's you know if if they're you know, if you can't get to your local comic shop, if you don't have one close by, if your local comic shop isn't open. Um, or you just want to save a bunch of money, go to dcbservice.com. Um, you can order your comics online. They will ship them directly to your house um, f- uh, in pristine condition for very steep discounts. You pre-order three months in advance when the previews catalog comes out. Uh, so right now you still got a couple weeks left with the March catalog where you can order all kinds of cool comics, trades, hardcovers, Omnibuy, uh, T-shirts, toys, um, plushy dolls, all kinds of uh, stuff that you can find over at DCB Service. Um, or you can head over to their uh, sister store, InStockTrades.com, where you can find great deals off of um, trades and hardcovers and, uh, again, the assorted Omnibuy or collected editions, um, sometimes for up to you know even 45 50%, 35% off of the cover price, which usually is – very competitive, if not better than Amazon. And unlike Amazon, where you get this big old box uh, and this and this hardcover floating around into it, that's been you know corners bashed and everything. Uh, you will get it in an appropriately sized box from DCB Service with that great foam packing uh, all around to keep it in pristine shape. Plus, you know, I mean, small businesses are going to be taking the biggest hit here during this uh, quarantine. Um, a lot of small businesses. And when you order from DCB service, you are promoting a small business. You know, you're not giving your money to a giant mega corporation. You're actually passing your cash on to people, real people who take real care in your stuff. So definitely worth checking out DCB service. If you're looking to shop for anything for the geek in your life, or if you want some cool graphic novels to help pass the time while you're sitting at home, it's a good way to go. Indeed. So we thank them for their support of the Walking Dead TV podcast. So, Buster ratings. Uh, Aaron, what was you? What, how many busters would you give this episode? What did I give last week? Did I say three a and four. a half or four? I gave it a four. Gave it a four, four last week. Yeah. Then I'll give this yeah. a four and a. I'll give this a four and a. Yeah, that's right. Because Russ went higher. I'll give this a four and a half. Because like I, 
I, I think the opening's excellent. I mean, as far as filmmaking goes, like, it's very exciting, and the, the fires are great and everything. I, I like the character stuff going on here. I'm, again, I'm at a place where I'm like, well, what did I not like about this? And if it comes down to, like, you know, Alden's choice of arrow shooting, I mean, there's not much here. So on top of that, you get this terrific ending that's both equally tense, very character-focused, and could, feels natural. Like, it doesn't feel like it's out of nowhere, yet it's still shocking at the same time. So if a show can pull all of those things off... That's a really strong episode of television, I think. So, yeah, I'm at a four and a half. I think it was a good episode. Nice. <clears throat> Jim, what would you give this episode? I uh, have to echo Aaron. I give this a four and a half as well. This was really well written. It's got the character stuff I come to the show for. Uh, it really was able to surprise and shock me with something, which is a long time. It's been a long time since I've been able to say this about that. Or say this about the show, you know, that I was actually surprised or shocked by something that happened, uh, or didn't see it coming, you know, a mile away or whatever. So, uh, and I, I liked the ways that a lot of these things were shot. I liked a lot of the way these things were played out. Um, except for, you know, like I said, my only gripe with it before was like Eugene, just like uh, obsessing over, you know, this woman when everything he's had is lost, you know, but I mean, that was a quibble pretty much. And I even liked the callbacks to the comic book, which were really cool. So, uh, yeah, 4.5 for me. Good episode. Rich? Yeah, I have to agree. I, I, I liked everything in this episode. Um, I was satisfied with that ending. It's something I was hoping that we would get um, this season, and uh, I really enjoyed that scene. I liked the whole twist of it was he was a secret agent of Carol. Yeah. Uh, I That was kind of cool. Um I thought uh, the whole little beta callback to the Fear the Walking Dead stuff was kind of cool. I like that they're interweaving those little sort of Easter egg kind of things in there. Um, like somebody said, the cinematic um, presentation just, I mean, it was so well done. Um, there were points where I, you know, that I knew Earl was not dead dead. I knew, and I still jumped a little when he Grab Judith. So, um, very well done. I have to agree, four and a half busters for me as well. Daryl? Uh, I, yeah, I, another episode that I had, yeah, I didn't have any problems with it. Um, I enjoyed what was happening, and, you know, when it got to the, I mean, even though you could see it was coming, what was going to happen after a certain thing, it still didn't let you down when it did happen. Uh, so um, I give it a four out of five. I can't, you know, can't complain on it. What do you think, Russ? Four out of four and four point five. <clears throat> I'm going to stick with uh, with last week's ranking. I think this episode was just as good this week as it was last week. Um, I, again, I think of both of these episodes as kind of uh, uh, kind of one big. Um, you know, kind of one piece, especially kind of, you know, with the battle splitting between the two. But, um, but yeah, I just, I think it's, uh, you know, some solid, uh, some solid walking dead. We're, we're, we're seeing. For sure. Cool. But that's what we thought. But what did the Facebook mm-hmm. folks think over at facebook.com slash groups slash WDTV podcast, Mr. Dietz. Oh, I have no idea. I'm social media distancing. <laughs> that would be oh, more fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> it was funny because before all this came down, we were just talking about doing like a screen detox here 
but that's not going to happen now. Uh, yeah, as Russ said, facebook.com slash groups slash WDTV podcast, uh, the Walking Dead TV podcast Facebook group. And we had a lot of really great uh, comments this week, so let's get right into them. DeRay Irvin, number one, off the bat, five busters. Absolutely beautiful episode. Had me crying, screaming, and cheering at my TV. Um, John uh, John Pissior wrote in that his fiance nearly jumped off, literally jumped off the sofa in joy. I'm guessing at the uh, the death of Alpha. Uh, he he chimed in. Uh, five busters. It was an incredible episode. Uh, Brent Jones three letdowns out of five. I really thought we were going to get out of battle scene. Was super disappointed. Instead, a bunch of people split up in the woods like when the prison fell. Only I don't care about these guys as much. The last ten minutes truly saved this episode. I knew the turn was coming, and I'm glad they didn't drag that out. It was fantastic. The Carol twist is interesting. Hope it pays off as something cool. And they all but confirmed Beta is a musician. Uh, Brent also wanted to know why the hell did Alden not shoot Beta in the head when he had a chance? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Jones, five long cons out of five. Carol and Negan working together. Awesome. This episode delivered. Eric Jackson, five babies that wouldn't last 45 seconds in a quiet place. Uh, all in all, a well-done episode. Even the Judith parts, LOL. Uh, gonna miss Samantha Morton and her badass swagger walk. I can't imagine anyone else playing the part after her performance. Wish Thora Birch stayed around a little longer, but say la vie. My one nitpick, how did Eugene manage to go up to the attic and not come out looking a little more well done? Uh, Susan Monk, 4.5 new alphas out of 5. The Daryl Judas scene was really sweet. Great twist at the end, but is it Carol or Negan the new alpha? Mm-hmm. Or does Beta become the new alpha? Um, Marianne Corridor, uh, five, I am blown away out of five, three character deaths all in one episode. What? I have not read the comics, but knew for conversations that Negan was going to kill Alpha and bring her head back to Rick. So I was prepared for that to happen on the last episode of the season with a cliffhanger of who he was giving the head to. I didn't expect that to happen now. (laughs) Hey, that's what she said. I know phrasing, right? Like, like, uh, like Archer. Phrasing. <laughs> one, one thing, I she talks about she, that the alpha thing was revealed to her by somebody else. I'm actually pretty proud that I never had anything about the Walking Dead comics revealed to me except for Robert Kirkman. <laughs> like he's the only one that's ever spoiled something for me for Walking Dead. Oh wow! In the, in the whole run of me reading this entire comic, only him. <laughs> he's the only one that did it. <laughs> I wasn't prepared, and I, I you know cliffhanger of who he was going to yeah that is what she wrote okay yeah okay <laughs> so i'm going to give the head to yep okay <laughs> i just want to right. cover my, I'm covering myself here all uh, right you gotta, you gotta cover your bases okay. uh i wasn't prepared for it to be last night and we didn't have talking dead to decompress with uh, there are so many amazing moments when daryl grabbed rj i was emotional and when he sat with judith i cried i love that negan saved lydia that last scene with Negan playing bocce ball with Alpha's head was everything, and that Carol was the person who orchestrated this was amazing. Now it makes her speech to Eugene make total sense. I know we won't know the fallout of all this for another two weeks because next week it's all about Michonne, but wow. Uh, Richard Chopper Cherry Tarrington. Five, Negan in a walker's clothing out of five. Knew it. Carol was finally revealed as the one who set him free. Boring episode that was Walking Dead at its finest. Andrew Park, Beta has to be in the Beta Band, right? 
That's a nice callback. Um, a satisfying end to the season. Oh, hold on. How many episodes left? Four out of five cherry cheesecakes to the kisser. <laughs> and we literally, t- I'm looking at the sign, the uh, time signature here two minutes ago. Got a uh, post here from Yukiyoshi Sawada. So allow me to, to hydrate. Wow. I, have to, I, I, I have to read it Ugh. and I have to hydrate first. So, okay. You understand. Yes. Not sure if I made it, but here it goes. You just made it, my, my friend. Uh, five, death comes for three out of five. One, the end battle was great and well lit. Maggie won't like this, however, when she comes home. <laughs> Two, uh, so why was Aaron separated from the group? Felt off like there for a plot to make us know Negan, Negan is up to something. Okay. Uh, three, we don't have time for this, Yumiko. Yes, your group has been surviving longer than ours in the wild, but we are in our third war. So when I say we don't have time for you, punch Carol, and sit and talk, I mean we don't have time. Mom, your friend, or mourn your friends during victory, reunite with them in death. <laughs> Four, mm-hmm. on, that, on that note, Connie's fate is 50-50, now that the actress has been cast in The Eternals. Uh, five. Bet you feel like an ass now, Alden. Uh, you know Enid would have been more understanding. On that, Mary, we only know mostly as Gamma, but we still give you mercy. Uh, and the second number five. I guess there were two fives here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ah, Earl, protecting the children until the end. Tammy and Kenneth would be proud, and though you didn't nail it like you wanted, you still got mercy. Six. Oh, Judd, your first human kill, and it was an ally. Oh, it's supposed to be Judith. It says yeah. Judd. Sorry. Oh, Judd, your human first human kill, and it was an ally. Uh, hard, it's hard now, but mercying your friends when it's time for the go is the best thing for them. You helped your fellow kids safe. Rick would be proud of what you've done. I'm like Rob Burgundy. I just read what's written here. Uh, seven. Uh, so Alpha dead, head on floor, and we know Negan was undercover. Now that we know Carol let him out. Her whole cave fiasco is even worse knowing that she had a man on the inside. Uh, eight. This episode was originally the 13th episode of season 10 before being swapped with what we become. Uh, nine. This is also the first time that Carol and Negan have interacted on screen. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. think that's true. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Either. I thought she visited him, visited him in the cell at Alexandria. At least. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 beta is now the alpha it's going to be a bloodbath when he learns alpha's dead but next week michonne's wacky island adventure straight to video releases kampai thank you uh sawada-san for your uh timely and informative uh, post and if you too would like to sound off on what you think about each episode of the Walking Dead, each episode of the Walking Dead that goes by, the by all means, join the Facebook group. Give us your Buster reading. Let us know, and I will do my very best to express you uh, correctly and prudently here on the podcast. Indeed, <clears throat> or you can send an email. WDTV at HHWLOD.com if you don't want to do or don't do the Facebooks. We'd love to get an email to read on the show. So that's it for this episode. So let's start with Aaron. Where can folks find you on the web? 
Uh, you can find me on multiple places. I have my podcast with my friend Abe called Out Now with Aaron and Abe. We talk about the weekly movie releases, which is a fun thing to say right now. But we do have our 400th episode coming up this coming Sunday. We'll be recording that, which is uh, very exciting. We'll be talking about the best films of last decade. Um, I'm also writing my regular reviews of The Walking Dead at We Live Entertainment. That's also where my regular film reviews go. There will be less of those when it comes to mainstream films based off things that are not happening anymore. But I am writing there, and I'm also covering um, Blu-ray reviews over at uh, YSOBlue.com, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Excellent. Mr. Dietz, where can folks find you? Uh, we, have live, uh, we have live D&D podcasts uh, that we take and edit down to an hour long and then add music and sound effects and all kinds of fun stuff uh, to those. And you can catch those at allmagicgaming.com. We have a new episode just went up, I think, two days ago. And another episode in about another week. Uh, you catch me and Daryl and Donnie Salvo on Nothing's On. A new episode of Nothing's On just dropped while we're recording this episode. So, yeah. yes, it did. And we talk about the effects of the COVID-19 on uh, on the entertainment industry and whatnot. And uh, uh, I finally bit the bullet and got Disney Plus <laughs> because my kids are off school for the next two weeks. So we talk about that. And uh, Donnie took it upon himself to watch every MCU movie. You know, I've heard of those. Yes, <laughs> yes, they're they're rather popular with the young people. I've heard, mm-hmm. um, but he uh, in the latest episode talks about that journey and what uh, how you know which movies he thought were better, worse, you know, the same as the first time he saw them. So that was yeah. interesting. So nothing's on this week. TaylorNetworkPodcast dot com. Yes, next week will be my turn. Right, and I'm doing a rewatch of all the X Men animated cartoons, uh, animated series uh, from the nineties. Hopefully in a chronological order. It can be tricky with that show. Yeah, yeah I'm just going in the order that are, they're posted on Disney Plus. So we'll see. Yeah, which is which is wrong. It's totally yeah. wrong. I'm, I'm still gonna you know, I still wanna do that and take that Yeah, and that's too much work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I originally was going to do The Simpsons, but I was on quarantine, but they only have like thirty episodes, right? It's a pretty low low ranking show. Uh, yeah, sure. Seasons, seasons. Oh, I must have read. That. <laughs> yeah, sure. they're still going. Yeah, they're still popular with the young people, as I said. You know, Mr. Taylor. Uh like like Jim said, of course. Uh, you can just go to Taylor Network of Podcast. Uh, we have a feed on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, and uh, Google Play. If that's still a thing. Uh, or the website, and uh, all the podcasts are available there. Mr. Sheldon. Yeah, so here on Walking Dead TV podcast, also on the DC All-Stars with uh, Daryl and Jim, and occasionally Jerry. I don't know if you mentioned it, but uh, we just recorded off of the Superman Red Sun. Yeah, that'll be up this week. On Saturday, so that that's something to look forward to. Probably one of the better animated from films from them in a while. <clears throat> yeah, so like everybody said, uh, you can check me out here at hhwlod.com, um, as well as Mr. Taylor's uh, Taylor Network of Podcasts, which we do Batman-centric podcast, Gotham by Geeks. Um, so that's a lot of fun. 
So thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, We will be back next week for the Michonne-centric episode. So until there's no more room in the hell and the dead walk the earth. Oh, wait, that's that's happening. I see what you did there. Good night. (laughs) We're all going to be okay. We go through shit to get through shit. You know, see that's this episode. Sure. That's what you do, man. Be safe, everybody. Yeah.